Hey, so uh, we, we're uh, live from the Nomad after the game. Uh, Liverpool have just beaten Arsenal 3-1. to one. Uh, I'm with Chris right now. So, Chris, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, excellent work rate, especially by Bobby. Uh, Matip was great today. Um, we totally dominated possession. Little disappointed that it wasn't more on the scoreline. Um, but all in all, the high press was great today. And, you know, they just never had possession and chances. We, our midfield was totally superior. What do you think about Adrian? He makes me nervous, back to the old days of Mignolet and David James and other keepers we've had in the past. Um, but he'll do for now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, in the first half when he came out for that... Um for that uh, through ball where he didn't need to because Virgil had it under control. Right, it was Neuer except minus the skill, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Uh, it makes me want to have an AED on hand. I kind of want an invisible fence collar like they have for dogs. Stay in your box. <laughs> when you go outside the box, he gets a shock. Stay there because Virgil should, you know, called him off, you know, and he was trying to call off Virgil and, you know, it just almost led to a calamity. Yeah, and, and um, by the second half, though, I, I was feeling like I... I was uh, I was wanting to, to keep a clean sheet. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I was disappointed that we lost the clean sheet, but still 3-1 at home to Arsenal. We own them here, so I'll take it. Especially with Man U dropping points. That's the best. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's very true. Um, anything else you want to say? Up the Reds. Up the Reds. All right, hey, um... Was there anything for the uh, game today? How'd you feel? Great shape. Loved how we played for the primary part of the game. A um, little bit waffly there in the later uh, minutes when. Um, I don't want to for them. Sorry. A uh, little bit, little bit shaky when Lacazette came on for a few minutes. They capitalized on it, got the goal. But overall, really pleased with the performance. Pleased with the subs. Overall, I'll take a 3-1 against Arsenal. Really happy. Right, because before the game, how are you feeling? I uh, I actually predicted the 3-1 scoreline on the uh, NBC app. So, really happy to walk away with the exact scoreline. But said we conceded the goal. That's about it. Yeah, I feel the same way. Even though in the first half I feel like we deserve to concede a goal, yes. in the second half I didn't think that we did. Exactly. And uh, so it's kind of a disappointment, but also like, I don't care, kind yep. of, kind of. Top of the table. Kind of don't care, top <laughs> of the table, exactly. I'll take that. All right, yeah. <laughs> Michael, do you want to say anything? First half was total domination. Bobby especially was everywhere. He had every touch right. It's a crime that he did not score a goal today. Second half was a little bit weaker, but you know we held out, we pulled it off. We got our points. I said all I needed to say. Bob, oh, you did, Bobby yeah. should have had a goal. Yeah, it would have been nice. We, it we dominated. Nice. Uh, Virgil was brilliant in defense, yeah, he was. as usual. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Michael, thank you. Mike, do you want to say anything for the... Uh, okay. All right, hold on one second. Hey, Thomas, what are your thoughts on the game? Do you want to say anything for the uh, podcast? No. no? Okay, good. <laughs> Tony, do you want to say anything for the... Uh, 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think we uh, had an excellent game today. I think we look better this year than we have all year long. Yeah. Um, I still don't agree with Ox coming up front, playing uh, Romani. I think he stays in the midfield. But overall, I think we did great. Matt had a great game. Fabinho had a great game. Yeah. I'm glad to see Solid get a couple goals here. Yeah, for sure. I think overall, I wish we had kept a clean sheet, but, you know. I know, right? Well, I was saying that too, as well. <laughs> All right. And Mike, Mike's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's unbearable. He's Mike unbearable. is unbearable. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Hey, uh, hey guys, anyone want to say something uh, for this uh, wee podcast we got? It's Bam's birthday yesterday. That's me. Here's what I want to say. A year ago, when I met Vom, I was not a Liverpool fan. And we met a little over a year ago. And... Now it's his 26th birthday, and here we are. Oh, and I am a huge Liverpool supporter. Yay. And it's his birthday again. And happy birthday, and go Liverpool up the Reds. But here's what, nice. I will, what, what I will say is everything you said before to me exa- off the record. Very, very, very short form <laughs> what I said before. Liverpool means a lot to a lot of other people. But the best thing about Liverpool is that people. That you are around when you're uh, when you're in very into Liverpool. Like before, I actually came to Nomad and was part of the LFC Madison group. I already knew that I was a huge Liverpool fan, but nothing compares to me coming here and meeting other people as passionate about Liverpool as me at the same place. And I, n- I never thought that was important enough until my friend Victor, who's an Arsenal fan, <laughs> made me come to Nomad all the time. And I made a friend group here at Nomad that no matter how bad the week was, they always made me feel like there was a plus side to every single week. Yeah. And I appreciate that more than anything. Seriously, I yeah. really, really do. Yeah. And I've never understood the power of community until I was part of the LFC Madison, Liverpool, just community. You know what I mean? Like everyone's here, not, like no matter what you went through in the week, we're both here to see Salah score. You know what I mean? Like no matter what happened to you, no matter what happened to me, we're both here to see us win. Like that common goal always makes whatever happens before that smaller than what we're here for right now. Which is amazing. You know? And I think I've really I've really, really met and got to know like Mitch, some of the best people in Madison through this avenue and I'll be forever grateful for you seriously that's really cool yeah that's awesome man yeah thank you for sharing that yeah you're a big part of that oh you're a massive part of that thank you like you he's pointing at me yeah I currently pointed at Mike on Mike yeah he's at two points out and he won the raffle today yeah well Mike everyone Tom like I have met I have hung out with Tom Tom's kid, Tom's son, and I play FIFA together. Oh yeah, yeah. all the time. That, I would never have made that connection if it wasn't for this right, group. Right. You know what I mean? That's cool. I gave like, I like. Oh my gosh, I, I can't thank this community. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. you want to say anything? I'm not following that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I mean, you did. Technically, you did follow that. But you also declined to follow that. Correct. Okay, fair. <laughs> Respect. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to say, I, I record a podcast after the game. Right, okay. So if you have anything you want to say immediately, you can introduce um, yourself if you want. I am David. David. He's David. Yeah. 
So I think, the, yeah, the first 25 minutes was pretty good pressure, and I think that that set the tone for the whole game, really. I just, yeah, even though it came from a set piece, I think, yeah, they were they were under pressure with that that half. Then they showed a bit. Arsenal showed a bit the second half, but it wasn't really. Yeah, there wasn't that much. It was still yeah. typical, yeah, Arsenal. So. Well, I thought they were. I thought they had a few yeah. good chances yeah. in the first half, though. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I'm kind of against the run of play. Yeah, we well, looked a little open. Well, I guess when you're that dominant, it's gonna be, you know, when the centre half is stepping up that much, it's gonna, you know, leave open to the back a bit. But yeah, it was. It was never really. I think one, one two or two nil. I think it was. It was never really a doubt, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was less nervous after three. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case, because last yeah. year, last uh, last week was a little worrying for the last yeah. game. Yeah. I think yeah, it was, um, wasn't as nerve-wracking as it should have been, really. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Were you worried before the game? A bit. Yeah. Like last night, made some good signings. But, yeah. yeah but, I guess they haven't really done yeah much Anfield the last few seasons. So great. Yeah. We're talking the league. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, sorry to interrupt. I usually uh, record a podcast after it's it's running right now. If anyone wants to say anything. We're recording a podcast. Yeah, right now. Oh shit. So anything anything you want to say? Fucking Salah. <laughs> yeah. Salah. Also nice to meet you. Woo! Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah anything? No. Okay. Is that mine, by the way? It was the free one. Yeah, okay. You were drinking it, so I was drinking it. Do you want to? Okay. No, you're yeah. good. I don't care. That's a beer. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Hey, Mario, I'm, I'm recording. And um, I have a little more time. So I wanted to ask you if you would, like, kind of talk about your uh, pre-season experiences. Because oh, yeah. it was, like, phenomenal. Oh, no, if you want to talk about Arsenal, the game today first, that's cool. Um, I can I can do either in either order, so I'll start. Right, if you're Arsenal already first. on the yep. okay, Arsenal first. I think I mean my main takeaway is a personal one, which is that I'm no longer gonna be nervous going into matches. At least I think Ever. that now. Nice. Well, what, what today has made because I've I've done quite a bit of research on Arsenal and I was nervous about this. I think Pepe is quite a promising player. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. And their front three, jokes aside, could be quite good. Yes. Um, outside yes. of ours and cities, I think they're very easily the best. Yeah. Um, but they could not cope with this Liverpool side. Um, yeah. They they tried to change things up tactically. I didn't expect them to come in in a 4-4-2. They changed things up to try and keep us out, and we just spent the entire first half knocking down the door. Like there were strong or long periods there where they could not get out, yeah. and then we eventually score, and then we they have to attack a bit more, and we score again. Yeah. And so what that says to me is, you know. There's no one who can cope with this Liverpool side, I don't think, on their day. And I think they have the mentality to make it their day quite often. So I'm going to stop that, pretending yeah. that like it's an even-sided match every week. It's not. If we play our game, we'll win. And that's what we tend to do. Uh, what do you think of... Um some of the openings in the first half where I was a little worried that they got in quite easily it seemed against the run of play like you said but there were some opportunities there there were I don't think fewer I would. I haven't looked at the numbers but it seemed like fewer than against Norwich even um, that's true actually, we, yeah. let, we let Norwich take more shots um, yeah. from around our penalty area than anyone other than last season um, right. City and Tottenham 
Yeah. And I don't think Arsenal had anything like like they didn't have a shot really that I remember at least that threatened us so much. And every that's time they did get yeah. in, it was mostly a mistake yeah. from us rather than right. like it was and a that, misplayed that's pass. That's what I kind of mean by like I understand what you're saying about Norwich, and but I don't know if that's a good thing. I, I, like, I see do you know what I mean? Like, we, yes, yeah. Because like, we let we let Norwich in too much. Yeah. Perhaps. And and Norwich are quite a good side, to yeah. be honest. They're they're not getting the attention they deserve because they're Norwich. newly promoted. Yeah. Um, but they're playing some really exciting. Yeah, I mean, like they, they, really it was three-two um, against Chelsea. And it today. was deserved. They, they lost. It was it was deserved as well. Yeah. Um, but I noticed, mo- especially in the first half, most of the time that they got through, it was through mistakes from us. And yep. we were pretty confident in recovery runs. Like, Van Dyke did his thing where it looks like he's having a nice little job to catch up, right? Yeah. Um, I just I wasn't that nervous at any point. No, okay, like, that's it, good. That's good. Like, I was worried when, when Adrian ran out for that, yeah, yeah. because Van Dyke had that under control. He did not yeah. need to come out. Yeah. That worried me. Um, but I think Adrian played well. Other yeah, than that, other I than mean, that, that was like a, a rush above the head. Like yeah. I, in the second half, I was kind of disappointed he didn't keep a clean sheet because he felt like he deserved a clean sheet at that point. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough for him that 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 consolation goal will be hard for them to take because I do think they played quite well defensively. Yes. Um, yes. They've massively improved from the past few weeks. Yeah. I think, and that's probably more to do with just having a rest than anything else. Because yeah. like. It's, it's yeah, the previous week was quite game yeah. to play that high line. Yeah. So, but no, it, it seemed quite nice. I enjoyed watching it. You generally have. I watched the United game before, and this was much better football. Yeah, so. that, that's true. Yeah. On okay, both so sides, like Arsenal as well. Yeah. Yeah, Arsenal look good. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be okay. Like, I mean, like, not that they're going to get relegated, but I think they're. Their, their, defense looks, yeah, their defense looks massively improved just with the addition of David Luiz, and I know he gave up a silly yeah, and that was silly. today. That was but, silly, but I, I, that's a kind of mistake he probably will come get get past, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's not used to VAR. Like, that's that was true, just a yeah, quite a good point. stupid decision that he made. Although the, actually, think, the referee did give it in real yeah, time. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. sure he would have if he didn't know there was that it would be checked. That's interesting, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, like that he would get guarantee from yeah, that. Yeah, he, he has he has the freedom to be. I think I saw something there. Yeah, that will then get checked. I'm not sure without it being clear and Salah going down. Yeah, um, which actually lines really well with Salah's comments in the CNN interview about um, what do you think is going to be the result of our I'm going to get more penalties. Um, I think yeah. it's situations like that that he was talking about, yeah. where it's like they maybe wouldn't have called it without it clearly being. A going to ground situation. That was just like a, he slowed him down. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, um, it allowed Salah to carry on playing and not have to like make a meal of it. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. And um, it got brought back. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, um, do you want to talk about preseason? Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Yeah. Preseason. Well, 
I, from I, the beginning. I went to all three matches of the preseason game. Um, they were they were all different because we had different like things to do each time. Yeah. And um, so South Bend, I know you and my housemate Mike did the meet and greet there. Yeah. Um, I mostly remember it for being just dead hot. Um, <laughs> Amy and I went to the restroom and uh, took off our shirts, ran them under cold water, and put them back on because it was that hot. Wow. So I I don't understand how the players played. I think yeah. that was the the Dortmund match was quite good in terms of quality, quite frankly, even though yeah. it was a loss. Like, um, but it was it was just fun. It was kind of like the preseason before when we went to the Man United match uh, in South Bend or not South Bend in Michigan. Michigan, um, yeah. And then drove, went to Boston, um, had the meet and greet that we rearranged flights for. So it was kind of like yeah. when we got there and found out the team were delayed. I kind of thought it just wasn't going to happen, yeah. um, but the club was great. Um, it that was, was a horrible, it must have been a horrible it was, it, We weren't sure what was going on yeah. for a while because it wasn't going to schedule and we were kind of just all in the little atrium area, um, but it turned out the team's flight was delayed. And so they landed about three hours before or after they were supposed to have done the meet and greet and be transitioning into training. And and we talked to the people in charge, the event managers and whatnot, and they told us what was going on. And effectively, instead of canceling the event, which quite frankly seemed the easier option, you know, you had to keep a bunch of people there in terms of staff. like just hospitality industry folk and things yeah. like that to keep that many people in one place for a while. Yeah. Um, and instead they called in Jamie Webster, they called in a few of the legends to just come in and do a sort of impromptu event. Wow. Um, which I was really impressed yeah, by. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I didn't they, know they you just, had like yeah. waiting. Yeah, Jamie Webster, who had a 90 minute set that night at House of Blues, which yeah. was that huge one, yeah. um, came in and did an impromptu performance for us and like was clearly stressed because it was not on schedule. Not on the schedule, right. Um, but came in, did it, it was lovely. Um, and then we were told that the team would do like a, a sort of meet and greet after the training. Okay. And it was yeah. also dead hot in Boston, so I, I kind of assumed that like after after a training in the heat we'd probably get a like high and moving along. Right. Which right. like I was on one hand a bit disappointed in that, but on the other hand like still better than nothing and I really appreciated all of the people like security staff everyone at Fenway Park stayed when they weren't supposed to be there sort of thing and like and no one complained like you wouldn't know that they weren't meant to be there sort of thing like um, but they gave everyone so much time Um, I'm talking players club not like just a load of time yeah Pretty, uh, I had them sign my Champions League final program, um, and then also like I had I had Genie's shirt on, so he signed that and the program, and each one of them also took pictures with us, okay, yeah. which so and usually really because time. Yeah. yeah, and because the line was quite slow, you had a couple of minutes to like say hello and chat with them, which was fun, and we kind of made it our goal to try to make each player laugh. And they like, despite having just done training, they they were willing to do that. And most of them apologized for being so sweaty, which was hilarious. Um, but no, it was grand. Um, it was lovely. I think I, I can't imagine a different club would have done anything like that. Right, uh, right. From really like, going ahead, above and beyond. Yeah. Thank you. Just like from from the top bet of like will rearrange this rather than cancel it when just generally it seems right. like it should be cancelled. Um, right, the players were doing quite a bit. Like, yeah, they had a lot they, of stuff like, on I the schedule. I think everyone would have understood. Yeah. 
I wouldn't but, have been mad. Like, I would have been disappointed because I rearranged my sure, flight yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. but not angry, if that makes right. sense. But they didn't do that. Right, they went it was out of their control. They yeah. went far beyond what yeah. I would anticipate. That, that's and, incredible, yeah. And, just, and multiple things, like, not many people, I think we were very, Amy and I were very aware of all of those things. Yeah. And when we thanked the like the security folks who were there when they shouldn't have been, yeah. they were really grateful for that thanks. So I know that that was actually a true thing. I know yeah, it wasn't right, anticipated, right. you know, like that, the sort of facade fell of like, thank you for noticing that we're doing this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just a lovely experience. Um, and then the final the final match, it was it was lovely to be around sporting fans. They, were, they seemed to be there to just have a lot of fun. Really? Okay, um, which, like, I think reflected in the previous games, like Dortmund was was fine, but like kind of quite competitive. We got just absolutely kicked about on Fenway, like that was kind of appalling for a preseason match. Wait, sorry, Dortmund was Dortmund was South Bend. Yeah, yeah, that was fine, and then we That's go to Fenway, right, okay. and then we get kind of booted about. Okay, um, yeah. And it makes sense because of the history we have, I guess. Yeah, somehow. I, 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 I don't... find it weird that they actually wanted to yeah. game with them. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but no, Sporting seemed like odd. they wanted to have a preseason match, so it was nice. Um, preseason in a like non-friendly yeah, way. <laughs> no, just like having like trying but not trying to oh, injure sporting, anyone. Sorry, yeah, sporting, yes, yeah. right. But yeah, no, it was a lovely time. Did not. They wanted to hurt people. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we did it. A uh, special shout out to the Dortmund mascot Emma, who gave us loads of little Emma finger puppets, and yeah. it was lovely. Uh, so Emma is the uh, giant bee. Giant right? bee, yes. Uh, in a costume, just uh, anyone else who's listening who doesn't yep. know that. Yep, I'm <laughs> worth following on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't speak German, so I'm not going to try to say her no, name. Okay. But you can you can Google it or look it up. And <laughs> That's incredible. So like, um, so the uh, the LFC Madison Sports Club were able to like get you the yep. uh, meet and greet yep. thing. Um, which is like it was it was uh, I guess not lucky that's not the right word but it was it was limited yeah. so. I mean it was limited and both the supporters club because um, the Madison supporters club got a couple tickets or a couple wristbands in to the South Bend one as well as access to the, uh, the Boston one Boston, which yeah. is quite nice yeah um, it's, it's just, it, it speaks to how the club is, I think, trying to reach out to these supporters yeah, groups yeah. in America, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that would be hard to do locally. Yeah. So I get that I, that's a challenge that they're currently working on, I think. Um, yeah, I actually saw the other day uh, the inside training video that just came out. They had like a line, kind of like we did in, in yeah. South Bend. Where people have been invited to Melwood, like yeah. about 20 people or something, yeah. to, and, and they walk down the line. And I think it's good that they're doing that locally as well as like yeah. and in the US. Because I, I, I know it must be hard for people in Liverpool to see people like you and me yeah. meeting yeah. players yeah. and then be like, hey, we're like like 20 minutes or like we're, yeah. we're so close to this and we don't get the opportunity. But I, they're, I think, they're doing that yeah, locally they're, they're too. They're trying to make I, those I changes, and I do. I, I don't want to pretend that I think that last friendly that got cancelled because of uh, the Community Shield yeah. scheduling, uh, where I think it was Schalke yeah. that was coming in. I believe they had similar things planned around local Locally, stuff then, okay. but ended up having to cancel that yeah, for time constraints, of, yeah. uh, both for the players and I think honestly also a bit of the ground staff and things like that to prepare for the season, mm -hmm. uh, which is unfortunate, but... 
Friday. Well, yeah, it was going to be Wednesday. It was because we were playing the Friday. Yeah, yeah, I'm forgetting. Yeah, yeah. It was unknown. Plus, unfortunate, but I don't. Yeah, I don't want to like pretend that the club hasn't been attempting to do that or didn't because I think that was going to happen. Yeah, and just unfortunately couldn't. And I do think because of how local supporters groups in America work, because we're at such a distance normally, you can reach out to those little notes, whereas you can't really do that in Liverpool. Um, you mean like if you asked? It's, it's more of a like one large thing yeah. rather than... If you said there's you 20 spots available, and, yeah. how would you actually... Yeah. Yeah. How are, I think they're working on it, but how do you make it fair? Right. Um, how do you make sure everyone has equal access if the demand is going to be much higher? Right. And the demand is, is, is lower. Like, like um, in South Bend and probably Boston and New York, they had the, uh, the European Cup available for yeah. people to like line take up and with, take yeah. photos with. But that's crazy difficult yeah. elsewhere because there's just so many more people. Yeah. I mean, when I was in Liverpool um, in, in June, just the wait to get into the museum was 90 minutes. 90 minutes yeah. just to wait to get into the museum, wow. Because, I, I mean, they had the cup on display, so... Yeah, okay, you're right, okay. So and, that was like... And that not was like within a glass ticket, case. That was like not ticket-based, like, that was just like a wait No, you can just, I mean, you always can go, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was that a game day? No. Oh, wow. Everyone loves these reds, yeah, right? It's, it's, <laughs> it's hard not to. You have to be a miserable sod to not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to say, like uh, on that? No. Who is your favorite players. player? The man. Um, like, does have to be your favorite player? What was your favorite interaction with a player? Um, I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to do like a top four or five. Okay. Here. Okay. That's good. Um, that's good. Just because. It'd be hard. It'd be I have to, I have to say Amy's person. because Amy's was grand because yeah. Alex Oxley Chamberlain is a very fashion-forward man. Uh, and Amy leaned over to him and said, I think Versace should design a kit for you. And the man nearly fell over laughing uh, and agreed as well. So people would buy that if they did it. Um, I, I really that's enjoyed funny, that's funny. That's um, that, yeah. both, both Matip and uh, Jeannie were among other players, but they stand up, stood out most to me of the players who were busy thanking us for waiting in the heat. Like, wow. what, Joel Matip was the first one walking down the line, yeah. and when we asked for a photo, he apologized for being sweaty. <laughs> uh, many of them. Wow, that's so humble. Yeah, many of them yeah. were like, "I'm not, I'm not this sweaty. I poured water on that sort of thing." <laughs> uh, but and, and like Jeannie, we kept asking him to sign things, and he kept thanking us for asking him did to he, sign the did things. Did he say thank you? Thank you. Yes. Um, so we, um, the, uh, when I was there as well, uh, me and Mike, we got to m- meet some fans. Uh, sorry meet some fans we were the fans and we got to meet some players and, and we we noticed how um like soft-spoken genie was even yeah. though he's like rock hard and like an adonis looking yeah. man i mean he gets on the pitch and just absolutely like milner has people. the reputation yeah. for right. squatting people yeah but genie is a tough tackler yeah and well, in the open the training we saw man. he like a genie was like dirty yeah. right like with his own players yeah and he was like, thank you. Yeah. Love um, that guy. Great game he had today, by the way. He played, I, you don't often get to see him play in the attacking role yeah. rather than the more tactical, yeah. like closing channels down role. Yeah. So he's a player who really, Arsenal's tactics benefited him immensely because he got a bit more freedom and yeah, got to hold the ball true. up and progress it. So he got to look like a more 
central player, whereas yeah. normally if you're watching on television, he kind of looks like he's not doing anything. Because <laughs> what he does is close things off before yeah. they happen. Yeah. Um, which was honestly nice to see. Um, but let's see, who else though? Um, I, I can't remember if it's Henderson or Origi, but we asked one of the two to sign the Champions League program because they were the Champions League. Uh, I asked Harry Wilson how it felt to almost single-handedly drag a team to promotion, and he did not deny that. So sorry, Lampard. Um, That's funny. Okay. No, but it was it was a, it was a great experience. Um, My, mine was like uh, Lovren. I had a, a Croatia uh, shirt mm. with uh, Lovren on the back and like his number. Yeah. And uh, he, he like um, everyone else was like you know running down the walking down the line. We we had a, a faster like throughput than you seem to yeah. so they were running walking down the line like signing quick signing quick and he picked up my jersey and was like that's awesome <laughs> and um, I said to him will you be my brain he said yes <laughs> and then he signed it like it was, it was that, he was good he was good we asked him if he would take a photo with us without smiling and he was very happy to do so <laughs> um, Hendo was good as well he, yeah. laughed, he laughed at uh, something I said I don't want to repeat what I said, but yeah. it was funny. It was it was quite it was, lovely, to be honest, to see Henderson getting the amount of love that I think he's deserved yeah, for a while. Yeah. Um, after lifting a cup, everyone. Yeah. Same player, right. but everyone has totally. very different views on him now, so I'm very happy for him. I didn't have time, but I really wanted to say to him because what I said, like I had I had a picture of him in 2013 in Boston, like obviously in 2013, and. Um, I, I kind of wanted to say to him, like, it's crazy that you, that season, in my mind, I wanted to say to you, like, you're a future Liverpool captain and England captain. Yeah. And it, it kind of felt like, I, I kind of, I believed it. But I felt like if I had said that to him, it would have sounded like I was taking a piss out of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, at that yeah. time, he was like a, I mean, kind of a, like a joke. It's quite funny, actually, because a lot of the people, rival fans as well, who just love to denigrate Jordan Henderson yeah. for I'm not entirely for not being as flashy I think like he's, he's not a flashy player yeah. he wants to build up people around him and he wants to sort of maintain order right. and make sure that the team is doing what they need to yeah. do to win and that's not something that brings you loads of praise like but it, yeah. he to me and this is a very non-Liverpool thing to say uh, but I think I'm aiming it all of the England fans. He reminds me in that way of a Frank Lampard, and playing very simply oftentimes, but doing what needs to be done. I think Henderson is a lot more intelligent as a player than Lampard was. Uh, not even going to go into that because this is a relatively sort of left field thing to say. But he, he has a very like strong captain's mentality, yeah. and the fact that everyone who plays with him has nothing but positive things to say about it. I know, yeah. It, uh, it's, yeah, it's and incredible, that he keeps, yeah. he keeps being and deserving to be captain. And it's fantastic. And he plays through pain quite often as well and puts in quite good performances whilst in quite a bit of pain. And I think he's, if anything, underrated all the time. And I think his yeah. coming on late last match waving away the captain's armband and just telling everyone I know, I what love needs that. to be done. I love that because that's like... Sorry, to cut, no, no, cut no. you off. Go on, go on. But he, he doesn't, like, he he has the mentality. He doesn't need... Yeah, the I was going to say the same thing. It's like, he doesn't need the physical captain's armband. 
that doesn't matter. Like it's all about quick, whatever. Don't worry about it. And it's frankly he the has, same he with has Virgil. the confidence to like, know that he is the captain. Yeah. In you know, inverted commas, but he doesn't need to like actually like yeah. waste time swapping. And it's, it's very yeah. similar to me to Virgil. Like he, he doesn't need he can he can marshal the defense without. He doesn't need this whole yes. like tittering. We should take the captain's armband off Henderson and give yeah. it to Virgil. Like yeah. they don't need that. They're immense. They'll do what they need to do regardless. Right. Right. Um, and it's grand. Um, I just like it has to be a weight off Henderson's shoulders because I don't know how yeah. aware he was of the hate that he got from Liverpool fans, I which is shameful. Was. But it's hard to not say. be. Like it's Sorry. hard to not be in this era. Of, yeah, like, no, I'm sure. Like that's what I was going to say. Like if I was to have said that to him in 2013, like it's crazy to think that behind the scenes. Uh, Rogers or the committee or whoever was trying to push him off to Fulham yeah. to get Clint Dempsey. Yeah. And like, just looking back at that, like, I mean, at the time I wanted Dempsey. At the time, I didn't want Henderson gone, but I wanted Dempsey in. Yeah. But I mean, he was the classic player who scores against us. Yeah, and also buy. at the time I thought as well, like American owners, American player. Like he was the American player, kind of like Pulisic is now. Yeah. So it made sense from a, like a shirt sales point of view. Like, I mean, I, it's silly, but like I like to sometimes know that Americans in general, regardless of how much they know soccer, know who who we are. And having Dempsey on our team yeah. would have like increased. I like known. the way that we've gone about it better, to be honest. Yeah. No, I do. In hindsight, yeah. But, like at the time, I was Not like, to wait a bit "Let's longer, get Dempsey." But, you know. Bye. Hey, bye. We're still yeah. recording, eh? Anything you want to say? I already told you, uh, Bobby should have had at least two goals. <laughs> yeah. Good game. Yeah. Top of the league. Good, good game, though. Top of the league. Um, but let's work on goal differential. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. To be fair, we are top on goal differential now as well. Yeah, but we need to work on it. We you do. never know. We do. City you know. won 5-0 first game of the season. Yeah, and then they didn't win, did they? Way! Unlucky! Unlucky! And you know, just brief moment, sound VAR. Penalty pool, man. Penalty pool. That's a good point. With VAR, yeah, interesting penalty though. pool. Interesting though. Didn't need VAR. I mean, it was checked. Right, but, but he but, gave it. Yeah. Which I think, someone else said this before, I can't remember who it was, I apologise, but they said that they think that he gave that. Did you say that? I said that, but I took yeah, it you, from someone else as well. Okay, So, yeah. like, I, I don't remember who said it either. Right, I think it, was, it may have been got, Ben or Mike, but yeah. I feel like it gives you more confidence as, does, a as a referee to say, I saw a shirt pull there, I'm going to give it. Yeah. And I know that they're going to watch it and see it, and we're good. And they'll tell him about it, and the replay will only be shown if appropriate, which I, I'm i not sure how I feel about. Yeah, but do like, you want to see more replays? I, I feel like they should I, definitely I communicate more. Because I, I, am, like the red I think card the people thing. who want to see the replays are also very often the people who think VAR is meant to be this sort of objective judge. No, it's just more referees. Right, like it's, right, it's right. just more, more subjectivity. On more so on, yeah. on that thing, like the red card, we would not have known it were a thing, except for that delay, right? And then they decided it wasn't a red but card. We, <laughs> but after they told us that, we, 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 we as a fan, in, like in Anfield, they had no idea, right? Well, yeah, no, and that's a whole different thing. But yeah. I'm saying with the replay playing, like we didn't know that there was a potential red card, 
right? Right. So what they were doing is just checking it, decided it wasn't, and then decided not to show the replay, which makes sense to me, because like I didn't know until like it was a solid like 30 to 60 seconds in before I knew why. I thought I assumed the referee was just talking to like some sort of like that's coming true. together in a because, corner. That's, yeah, I thought corners that's can what be it delayed. was. Yeah, that's, that's and then true. I found out that they were delaying it for that check and then that check came to not. So you think like, I wouldn't have noticed that it should have been a red card. So showing that replay, all that would do is give Liverpool fans a reason for more controversy. It's like that should have been a red card. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just curious though, like because the TV here in the US didn't show anything during that, that's, which is weird. They're right? not meant to. Oh really? Uh, but from why what would I understand, we? Why would uh, we have any influence on it? It's why would the they not show us? Because the VAR room has different things, um, and I, I don't have my VAR notes with me, so I can't. Find use, the notes. I can't use my proper like terminology in that. Um, but the review is only for the one phase of play, and it uses like they switch on and off. It's not like people tend to think it's just like oh they're watching the same replays we are. They're not. Right. Um, they have a ticker that they hit every time yeah. uh, a phase of play changes, and they're looking at that thing. And when it's overturned, they'll play the replay. In stadiums where so they, would, they have they screens, would they'll play it. the replay. So do they show the replay of, of Salah's? Yes. Oh, I didn't see yeah. that. Okay. Um, so that's why we saw the shirt pull a few times because they had deemed that a penalty. It was given a penalty, but at and then VAR checked it. No, because they both they and so Old Trafford do not have. <laughs> Which um, is weird, TVs. right? It's. I mean, I don't want one put in and out. Yeah, right. Me neither. But, but I also do. I of United I, yeah. fans, they don't want it either. Yeah, it's it's um, a weird. Uh, I feel like I agree with the not wanting it, but I also don't understand why it isn't there. Yeah, I mean, I'm split, and I don't go to enough matches be honest to have a full opinion i don't like var for that reason but i also know that i'm just spouting things from my mates who go to matches all the time well you've been saying. to matches I have. it's not like you'd have um, no idea so don't I mean, don't like when you were there in, in all fairness did you ever go to a var you went to it yeah you went to a var no match no no um the only champions league matches i've been to were before var okay um, I'm trying to think. I I've not been to any of the domestic cup matches that have VAR. Okay. Um. So no, I've never been to a match. Okay. I feel with no. I, I have not. And either. I've never actually been to one where goal line technology came into play either. I don't oh. think. Yeah, you have. Um, Arsenal. Did it? Yeah. All right, maybe. Yeah, that's Either way, that's I didn't season, notice yeah. it. Well, it, because it didn't come up. But there no, I just no, mean there like, no, yeah, like that's what I meant. Like, yeah. I haven't Sorry. been in a match where someone other than the referee central referee yes. that I could yes. see played any huge part in a call. Right. Um, and I say Arsenal because Mari and I were at the Arsenal game last season. Uh, Jan, uh, yeah. December 30th. December, yeah, somewhere in there. Um, 31st? One of those. One of those. Yeah. We won 5-1. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Arsenal great. fan TV afterward is worth a watch if, you, <laughs> if you're near a computer and have Google. Were you on it? Um, no, no. But there were a number of kids um, behind the presenters who kept doing 5-1. And I watched it this week and I was like, that's very prescient. They're throwing up six. I don't get it. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. But now valid. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I put out, I, I found, there's one on YouTube that was about nine minutes long. And then I tweeted something like, hey, if yeah. anyone happens to have a longer view. Um, and then someone sent me a playlist of all of Arsenal fan TV. And it had like oh, 17 oh. items from after that match. <laughs> and it's honestly, um, I, I no longer need Pornhub. 
It's just like, that's all. That's all that I have now. Um, I'll make it public if you need good, to. Good view, it's, good view. It's, yeah. it's good viewing. Um, yeah. It's but, funny. But I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm working on a written piece on VAR, kind of. Um, not sure the direction. It's not at all thinking is it right or is it wrong. It's more looking at how the game will change based on. Yeah, that's VAR. interesting. Because yeah. I don't think I don't think we should waste our time thinking about is it right, is it wrong. Because I think it is it's, right. It's a, it's a, I, and it's happening. I just don't think it's a really but, interesting argument to right. have. Um, and I think how it's going to change the game is is more interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, and I think most of the most of the problems that I see right now beyond the very obvious one of. No one in the ground knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, what I will say in response to that is that sure they are open. That they are open to having it like the rugby, where you can hear the conversation. And to yeah, be I'm quite frankly, it makes sense. Happy birthday! It makes sense to me that they're not doing that right now because it's imperfect and they're figuring out how it works. So I don't know that they want you to be able to listen in to the decisions that you're making. Um, but. I like that they're open to that being a thing later on because it will help people on the ground if it can just be put out like this is what we're looking at, this is why, and then hear the actual discussion being had. I think it will be enlightening and I think it will add a lot to the game. Um, as of now, I do think it's a problem, obviously, that you're just sat there not knowing what's going on. Um, but I'm most interested in how things like the narrow, narrow margins of offsides that we currently have. Um, if you're if you're looking at an offside call and it's so so marginal for me that it's actually benefiting the defender who's sort of front-footed away from goal whereas the offensive player is front-footed towards goal and thus leaning slightly offside that call will go against the offender or the offensive player and that's against the spirit of the law which says if it's too close you you say it um, excuse me top of the league Liverpool Liverpool top of the league but anyway, um, I think basically what I'm saying is I think it's going to, VAR is going to make us look very closely at how to change rules in a technological age to yeah. maintain the spirit of the game. Because I do think it'll be small changes, but things like the offside rule will make it more and more defensive. So we'll go the opposite direction. Uh, say in 1992 when the back pass rule changed to make it more like fast-paced attacking yeah, game, yeah. right? So this offside rule, as I was just saying before the song broke out, right, it being as marginal as it is, so that when the when there's that tiny, tiny, just basically one player leaning one way, one player leaning the other way, goes against the spirit of the, if it's so tight that you can't really tell, give the offensive player the marginal game, give the offensive player the doubt, like, why can't I think of the word? Um, benefit of the doubt benefit right now yeah because the the spirit of that rule is to make it still exciting like you right, don't you, you give the benefit to the attacker yeah. right to give more goals. um yeah and so this is why liverpool can now play that extremely high line yeah. because they can be sure that defensively they get the benefit of the doubt now yeah. like if they're well, leaning there's no forward even, there's no even yeah if it's if it's doubt. someone yeah. going that way and someone going yeah. leaning the other way it's very, it's, it's, it's hopefully it, binary yeah um, so I think Thank there, you. I think there are some some really interesting debates to be had in the future 
few months about VAR and the rule changes, not yeah. implementation of VAR as I, much. I um, think, and I do want to give a slight shout out. I believe it's correct, but um, Joel Rabinowitz from Liverpool.com wrote something really interesting about yeah, okay. um, spirit of the game type stuff. Okay. Um, and someone else who I'm just not thinking of right now as well. Um, well, I should because I had an extended conversation about it, but uh, I can look it up. Hold on. Um, but it's it's that is the debate that I think should be had. Is the how are the rules going to change? Yeah, I um, think the laws of the game need to change because we have uh, like, yeah. for me, um, handball I think needs to change. Well, see, they I, just I, changed my, it though. Yeah, but my 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 personal feeling is that a handball should always be a free game. Because okay. the whole point in football is that you don't use your hands. However, wait, sorry. It shouldn't be a penalty because that's like a, a very extreme penalty for your like if you if you, like for example the Champions League final, Mane clips the ball in and he hits um, uh, Dembele. Yeah. No, Sissoko. Sorry, yeah. uh, sorry about that, Sissoko. That is not like a goal-scoring opportunity and that's, that he That's prevented. why they changed the rule. They, from what I understand of the rule, they changed it so... I was just going to say, like, an indirect free kick would be fair what they've in that done, situation. From my on. reading of the rule, I think yeah. it's been somewhat imperfectly put... I, I'm not sure that I'm seeing it put forth this way. But they changed the rule, from my understanding, because of that. So no longer... Uh, if you're, If it's hit into your hand by someone quite close to you, or if you touch it and it hits your hand, right, so they change it's it, really. no longer a penalty unless that directly sets up a goal. So, like, yeah. if your hand assists But not to, for the defender, the, for no, the no. attacker. Yeah. So it should no longer be um, any of that close contact, stuff like that. Um, but what happened in both the Wolves match and the City match is there and they changed the rules slightly so that it's no longer if it's in an unnatural position and now it's just if your arm or hand is positioned to make your body surface bigger yeah which makes and sense. i'm, I'm yeah. coming back to that in a second yeah. but okay. if it hits you then in those circumstances and it sets directly sets up a goal so in city it hit off the hand and then the next play was the goal yeah can and i just stop Wolves, you for a second do you think that what should have been called back i think it was correctly applying the rule Yes, but do you so, think, like, in the spirit of football, in the general... The reason why I think it's... I think you could argue that it's okay um, is the wording of it, like, making your body unnaturally bigger. Oftentimes, when you see a handball like that, it bounces in a way that you wouldn't expect because yeah. it's not off-body parts, so well, it does make sense got, that uh, way. That's what I thought. He, he, um, got an, he, however, he got an advantage from it hitting his arm, yeah. even though it was accidental. Yeah. However, um, I disagree with it as being adhering to the spirit of the law because yeah, it's do? basically okay. just to make it so you don't purposefully handle it. Um, purposefully. But you do, well, you don't handle it with the intent to gain advantage. So you're not using your hand or arm in a way okay. that yeah. is a playing part of your body, if that makes yeah. sense. So I yeah. do, the problem with that type of thing um, and the problem with the rule as a whole is that it's very subjective to try to judge intent. 100%. And that's, I think I don't that's where that we get into, into trouble, where I get why we're doing what we're doing now. Um, what we're doing now is effectively, we're making it easiest for the bar folk to call. Um, the bar we're folk? Not, yeah, we're, we're, by not putting intent in at all, we're taking yeah. at least that subjectivity out of it. It's more, did it touch his hand? Yeah, okay. Does his hand make his body surface bigger? 
does it lead to a goal? Yep. And I think that makes sense if we also care about it being a quick turnaround. Um, right. Something else interesting is if you're reviewing for possible red card, the referees watch it and they can spend no longer than 90 seconds and they have to watch it no more than three times in real time to determine whether, like, if it's foul, and then you can only use slow motion to try to figure out intent. You can't use slow motion replays to determine severity, which I think is really important yeah. and good, because one of my concerns about VAR reviews is, well, everything looks worse in slow motion. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah, everything does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I want to give some good things, you know, some good shouts to what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I disagree with the handball rule being in the spirit of the game. I just don't see a way to write it so that you can take that sort of intent into account. That is, like, it's always going to be subjective, but right. that isn't explicitly subjective. Yeah. Like, or it's always going to be subjective, rather. And writing intent in in a way that I think would best appreciate the spirit of the game, I don't think there's a way to do that and make it not take, like, 20 minutes know, to figure right? it out. Yeah, you like, don't know. And that's why I, I want to take the, that out of it because you, you, there's no way you can ever know if someone really wanted to handball. Yeah, and that, they did. It's no longer that's not a thing. Yeah. It's just those like facts. Did it touch his hand? And that's <laughs> why it. That's Very why. Rafa Benitez, yeah. right? Yeah, um, facts. And that's yep. why that review in the city game, for example, you knew immediately that something was going on, even though we hadn't seen anything. Like that right. goal was scored during celebration. The referee had his like earpiece was going off. Yeah. He didn't have to go and look at the review. And I think that's that happened so quickly, even though it was deeply like dissatisfying for Manchester City fans yeah. especially, and players. Yeah. But it happened so quickly because I think of the writing of the rule, just like these things happened. Yeah. These things happened and those are the only things we have to consider. It led directly to a goal, no goal. Yeah, and we laughed now. I laughed then as well. But it could happen, yeah. It will happen to us. Yeah, it and that, that's will. the thing. Like, so, in my mind, I was like, not laughing, but more so like thinking, I mean, when I saw it come in, I was like, oh, see it scored, oh, that. great. Yeah. And then I saw it chalked off and I was like, ha, ha. Yeah, no, I ordered champagne because I am a shit house. <laughs> I am a shit house. I am fundamentally a shit house. And I looked at it again, I was like, well, I guess they got it right. And that's the whole yeah. point. In my, my I mean, I was allowed support. to complain because I also complained about the Wolves goal. So it wasn't like oh, yeah? I was, yeah, I, I thought that was a bit harsh. Yeah, okay. but, um, yeah. but yeah. And that's the thing, is you're trying to get consistency yeah. and quote unquote fairness in that you're using the video replay. replay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think officiating thus far from in the matches that I've seen has been really good. Yeah. I also think that going back to the called the pen because he knew he was gonna get reviewed, there was a lot of talk about yeah. sort of the power structure and whether that would affect referees by yeah. making them yeah. think yeah. that they weren't in control. And I'm wondering if instead what we're seeing is referees being more confident because they know I, they yeah. cannot That's, make I think I think today mistakes. was a good example of that, yeah. Yeah. Where he saw it and he knew that he was gonna get Either, yeah, it was well, like, I think it's kind this of happened. like a nice safety net as well. Like he's like, I know that I saw that, and yeah. it, at the end of the day, if I give it, at and least they can overturn it if yeah. I am wrong. If it's if it's an obvious error, it can be overturned. So I it's also not going to follow into like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Like we're yeah. not going to hear about this all week. Yeah. We're going to know in like thirty seconds. I really, I also right. think Salah more than people realize who are not just watching highlights of penalties. Salah very often plays through challenges, but yeah. he's yeah. a smart player, and so when things like that happen, and he knows that 
his chance of scoring a goal have gone down go drastically down, yeah. because yeah. he's impeded, he would go down. He yeah. would force the referee to make the call, yeah. which is a smart thing to do. Right. You want your striker to do that yeah. because it is a foul. It does make his chance of scoring go down drastically. Yeah. Now he kept playing because he knew yep. that by doing that and continuing on to the ball, he had the best chance of still continuing to score, right. but he, also signaling to the referee that something happened. And, and I think, so in that way, VAR might be helping the game because players will be less likely to feel right. the need to go down. Yes, you know I, I, mean? I agree with that. Um, I'm not sure so how I'm it all works. So I'm hoping diving will go down because of it, because there's well, no point. it'll also get reviewed. Like, if they call a penalty and you have dove, it will no longer be a retroactive ban. That call will turn around and you will get the ban then. Yeah. It yeah. does mean it's going to go down. Like, the retroactive ban was a red card or whatever, like a sus- whatever they needed to get to yeah. be suspended, right? Whereas now it'll go back to be a yellow, but it'll be a yellow and not a pen. Whereas previously, the retroactive ban was, you won the pen, yeah, right. but now that we see that it was a clear dive that's, afterwards, that's, that's, that's you're massive. banned. Yeah, that's right? massive because it, the, the like um, benefit outweighed the uh, negative yeah. because you may as well die. Yeah. Because so, worst case scenario, you're going to get a yellow, but yep. you're going to get a penalty. Yep. Now, you're not going to get yep. You're not going to get the penalty. So there are right? positive things that VAR yes, is doing, I and I think it's worth talking about I am, both. I'm in support of it. Even though I, I don't really like VAR for a lot of reasons, um, and I want to say that as I say these positives, I'm just, it's here. Like, I don't really see like, the, right. why it? it would be worth yeah. okay. having that debate. I'm not a huge fan of it. If you were... If it was like the summer and I was in charge of a premiership team and I was asked to vote for or against, I would vote against it. Even though I have looked at the things and I do know that Liverpool lost points last year and VAR yeah. based on phase of play and things like that and would have. Them, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm thinking but, Burnley. I yes. guess Lallana being offside there were or Lallana's pass um, and also interestingly enough there was one and I'm forgetting when it was but it was um, when there was an offside in the lead up I think it was it may have been Shakiri. I forget which one I want to say Burnley one of them uh, Burnley or I Southampton Burnley or something I think Burnley was like Lallana like did yeah, the little step yeah. over and he passed that it was to actually used, that was used as an example of one that would not be called back with VAR because of phase of play Oh, really? Because they, there was that was crossed in. It was defended, and they would have hit that out as they would have tapped it as a new phase of play after the cross was successfully defended. So I but think he was outside though. He was in the lead up to the goal that was crossed and then defended, and then we crossed again. Oh, I see what you're saying. And it was okay. that was used as the example of like this won't happen under VAR, and actually okay. it was. And that example was given to all of the clubs. Yeah. When they, because they got an entire like walkthrough of all the new like, rules and how the AR would be applied. Yeah, okay. Which, as a side note, is why I'm deeply upset with Pep Guardiola giving the press conferences that he has done. Because he's giving he's the impression that he shit, doesn't right? understand yeah, 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 the rules. Yeah, yeah. He's giving the impression that he doesn't like how VAR is being applied. Yeah. And it's being applied quite well, quite frankly. And he knew how it was going to be applied. Like, yeah, it's I think the same he was just trying me. to take the uh, the heat off. Yeah. Right? And Klopp does that with the weather without throwing officials under the bus. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But on us another side note, I watched back the entire penalty shootout with Manchester City, whose goalkeeper was off the line in the right. same way Adrian was yes. at every penalty. Yeah, he can't so, pick. He can't pick and choose. That's not. It was fair, like it was yeah. that, and then also every single penalty taken between Kappa and Adrian in Istanbul um, were pretty much the same, and you never saw either of them be spoken to. Um, it's, right. it's to me, it was kind of like that rule was put in place to stop the glaring errors of goalkeepers kind of running out obnoxiously. Yeah. 
Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's actually a relaxing of what the previous rule was. They just kind of made a big yell and shout about it. You can't dive straight on the line. That's not physically possible. Like, you can't push off and dive directly sideways. Right. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the thing was, other than him just wanting to talk about Liverpool. Um, I know he's he's kind of obsessed, but right? It's it's an odd one. I'm I don't I don't tend to like the obsessed thing because of course we're obsessed with City. Like we're we're both very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't really see the need there because from my point of view, VAR has been applied very consistently. Right. It would, yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I I think I thought I read it as just a very unnecessary dig on officials who were doing exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. After yeah. voting for the exact Thing. Right, and he, like, and he exactly as you said he did, and he, there's no way he didn't know the rule, even yeah. with the hand handball, yeah. you know. But anyway, I'm mostly angry about that because Klopp gets so much shit whenever he mentions the weather, and he does yeah. that. He does that win or lose first of all, and second of all, he, he, whenever he does that to draw attention to it after a loss, there are many other things that he could draw attention to, yeah. like the officiating or things like that, you know. Yeah. I have a but. personal beef with, uh, what's his name, um, zonal marking guy, what's his name? Michael Cox. Yeah, I, I, um, he mentioned, like, uh, Klopp mentioning the weather in, like, a kind of a banter way, in, in quotes, and I said, like, I, I replied to him on Twitter, I was like, why did you say that? And, like, I was surprised at how, like, defensive he got with me, I was like, jeez, wow. Um... See, I just thought, yeah, like you said, like I don't know why people would like mock him for mentioning the weather because clearly it seems the weather. Very clear. First yeah, of all, it, it does make a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference. Second of yeah. all, like and also the weather that he always mentions is it's like that whole adage of like both teams play in that weather. Right. It's yeah. Like, well, an extreme wind does make a difference because it's yeah. not like a, it doesn't affect you the same yeah. way. When I was when I was like, 13 years old, <laughs> we would we would definitely feel it when you play and like you change like at half time you've got the wind in your favor all of a sudden it makes yeah. a massive difference and it's, it's, this is obviously it's just a, a not different... a very controversial thing to no say, right yeah but it always is yeah but even though like whether or not manchester city did anything with their grass right it's a pretty common thing to do something with your grass right, based on is, how you yeah. want to play like yeah. that wasn't controversial yeah, I it's, that was really it's a very crazy, similar like response the, uh, to the whole yeah. arsenal have to pay their um, their purchases off in installments, which is how all transfers work. Yeah, like yeah. it's very weird. Right, all it is, is weird how it's selectively like, what are you talking about? And then other times it's like they've let the uh, grass grow long because they're like, I don't know, League Two against Premier League in yeah. the FA Cup. That's yeah. perfectly fine then, but if you were to suggest it in a Premier League game, you're crazy. Yeah. All right, well, I think that was yeah. super good. That's enough tangents, that's, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your time. All right. That's the end of the podcast today. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.